Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Listen, listen, guys, I'm, I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. Right, Peyton? Yeah, she told me bedrooms at nine Yep. At so here's the deal. Tonight, I worked late. It's nine o'clock. I just got home. Feeling a little guilty. Hate, I hate that I have to be away from my family at late, but it does feel so fun to do it. But listen. I'm conflicted with how I feel. I'm excited, but also guilty. So, to make it better, what did I bring you home? Dutch Bros. I brought her home a Dutch Bros hot chocolate. And it's medium. And it's a medium size, which is a giant. But here's the deal. I know what you're thinking. She just brushed her teeth. It's true, she did. She just brushed her teeth. And what are you going to have to do after you finish it? Brush my teeth. Yeah, brush her teeth again. But I'm trying to bribe her to stay up so we can start book three. Because guess what? Yeah, she's going to her dad's house this weekend, and we got to get a little bit ahead, and we're totally ahead. Okay, let's do it. Let's stop flapping our jabs and get to this book. If you're reading this... It's too late. Secret series by... Pseudonymous Bosch. Book number... Two. Chapter... Three. Page... 356. 56. 356. Okay. Chapter 3. The Oath of the Turkish. Now remember, poor little cabbage face. He's underneath the boulder. I think he's going to dig his way out. I just feel so bad for him. How sad. All right. As the last remaining members of the Midnight Sun retreated to the snowy wilderness... A black helicopter rose out of the trees and flew off into the dawn sky. Helicopter, helicopter. What is that? It's a meme. Oh, okay. Well, helicopter, helicopter. Like a creature of the night, fleeing the encroaching day. We were to have looked into... Were we to have looked into the helicopter's cabin, we would likely have found Dr. L and Miss Mobius sitting in stony silence or furiously plotting their revenge or both rather humiliating to be defeated by three children a defunct circus and a tiny man grown in horse dung don't you think but let's stay but let us stay on the ground this time and watch the motley assortment of people known as the Turkish society gathering around lord pharaoh's grave now marked by a giant boulder sunk halfway into the earth the scene looked something like it did when the midnight sun had gathered earlier but the differences were telling and not only because the sun the real sun had started to rise for one thing the turkish society members smile not the greedy sinister conniving way in which the masters of the midnight sun occasionally smiled but in an easier friendlier as if still mischievous and not altogether innocent and not altogether innocent way for another thing their attention was not 
trained on the grave and the terrible secret that might contain. But on the other, on the three kids in the, their midst, I don't know whether it was due to the Turkish society custom or, as I suspect, to Pietro's intuitive understanding of the kind of ceremony they wanted, but the three kids were kneeling almost as if they'd been knighted. Pietro, standing above them like a proud father, Cass and Max Ernest were taking the oath of the Turkist at last, and with them their new friend and partner, Yoyoji. As Pietro recited the words, they repeated them. I have a secret I can't tell nor ink. Though it has not, has no scent, it does often stink. Though it makes no sound, it can make you roar. When it's ta- when it's tasteless, I like it all the more. <clears throat> Though it has no shade, it lacks not color. Though it has no shape, no cause for air. Dull, duller. I don't freaking air. Yeah, I don't know. If you think you know it, you're incorrect. And from the secret, I will protect the secret of life is not a stone nor sense. The seek for the secret sense is but a nonsense. That's kind of I'm sorry to be negative, but that's kind of a that's kind of a dumb oath. Sorry if that was negative. Negative Nancy over here. Don't mean to be negative, but that was just lame. I thought it was supposed to be an oath, said Yo Yoji, confused. Thank you. Okay, he thinks it's lame too. As if the three friends stood up. It sounded more like another riddle. Well, I liked it, said Cass, her face still red from crying. Were we allowed to know what it's from? She wiped her nose. It looked like, and looked at the grown-up standing behind them. The jester, of course, said Mr. Wallace, pulling up the collar of his coat. Everything he wrote is a bit of a puzzle. Owen patted Mr. Wallace on the back. And if you had it your way, we'd spend all of our time sitting in some library solving them. I'm taking a drink pause. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. If there are any parents listening, I love LaCroix. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. Good mood. Okay. And I love Kia. You do love Kia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kia's funny. If you don't know who that is, she's Kia's World on YouTube, K-E-Y-A. And she makes fun of really mean people. It's just funny. It's a funny little commercial. Okay. <clears throat> You'd be you sitting around the library solving them. Yeah, but what's weird is the way it goes, if you think you know the secret, you're wrong, said Max Ernest. So how are you ever supposed to figure it out then? It's almost like you're not supposed to solve the riddle. How about that? How about that? Pietro smiled at Max Ernest. I think you have come pretty close to solving it just now. Perhaps Cass is not the only one who has something in common with the jester, said Lily with a laugh. Later, as they started heading down the mountain, Cass stopped and turned back to look at the enormous ball of granite sticking out of the glistening snow. There was something very fitting, she thought, about such a little creature getting such a big tombstone. Goodbye, Mr. Cabbage Face, she said softly, her eyes beginning to tear again. She pulled that much smaller ball, the sound prism, out of her jacket pocket and tossed it into the air one last time. I can't believe that. There's no way he died. Especially if there's a big hole, right? Yeah. I'm like, ugh, he was just starting to, like, be nice to her. Man. All right, well, that was a short episode, but 
now we're going to be on episode, I mean, episode, um, chapter, I guess episode two. Now we're going to be on chapter two. Okay, see you in a minute.